Okay, well, welcome to part three of Sensevieria. I think you'll like this one. Chapter four. The magical petals were already in Lark's mouth by the time Sash pulled his arm away. He inspected Lark's mouth, wondering if there was a way to reverse force feed someone when Lark's eyes lit up. Literally. Lark looked up into space with glowing green eyes, which was a little worrying considering how his eyes weren't originally green in the first place. The glow illuminated shiny dark scales on the prince's face. Running up and down his neck, his arms, the scales were like slivers of emerald embedded into his skin. But worst of all was that he didn't seem to acknowledge Sash in front of him. He didn't seem to see any of them at all. Hey, he said. No reply. Hey, he repeated and grabbed his wrist. He felt smooth scales on top of skin and then... He was somewhere else. There was a green cloud around him. Well, sort of. Sash felt like it was pressing in on him, like a blanket, but on every inch of his skin, and also not as a physical sensation at the same time. Okay, okay, he got this. Where was he? Sash realized he was still holding onto Lark's wrist, which is attached to his arm. The rest of him was obscured by the mist. Before he could explore further, the cloud seemed to press in on him. Again, it wasn't a physical touch, but he could feel it like the gathering rain clouds of a storm up ahead. A voice sounded from somewhere. Like the pressure, it wasn't quite sound. If he had to, Sash would compare it to deep, still water. The voice sounded displeased. There is another here. Lark's arm jerked and he came into view with brows furrowed. Wait, is that Sash? No, you can't be here. How did you even... No, no, that doesn't matter. You can't, you, you have to go. Towards the end, Lark's hand shook when he tried to pull away. Sash recognized the emotion for what it was now. Whatever was happening, Lark was very afraid. And that was that. He didn't need to know the details or where he was or who he was talking to. He knew this. Lark's mother was in danger, and he needed help. Sash wasn't foolish enough to leave him to himself at times like this anymore. Who is this? He spoke to the unknown voice. The clouds around them swirled like silt underwater. I am the keeper of whoever uses my power. You have not, 
and therefore you cannot stay here. The voice turned heavy in the end, too, like it was slowly crushing him. Sash, you need to go. This is my business only. Please, just trust me. The hand that came up to clasp his was sharp at the ends. The hand that came up to clasp his was sharp at the ends. Sash felt the pricks on his skin and didn't flinch. He mulled his words over before opening his mouth. Listen to me, Lark. As your old friend, I say you are being very foolish. Lark stepped back. His eyes narrowed into green slivers. What do you know? I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. I know the risks, all right. But it doesn't matter if... He paused and then bared his teeth. It's my choice. And what is it? His friend addressed the voice. I want you to heal my mother to full health. The clouds seemed to rumble. For some reason, Sasha's mind conjured up the image of jaws snapping shut. The sea-green clouds whirled faster and... Sash could already tell he was going to despise the color for the rest of his life. If they ever got out of this in one piece, Sash was going to trek all the way back to the hill by the sea and burn it. Like a pulsing headache, the voice murmured, Well done. The deal is sealed. Beside him, Lark grunted in pain. To Sasha's horror, more scales started sliding over his friend's skin to form a rippling plain of emerald. Sash stared in horror. No, no, stop! Unseal the deal! I do not approve of this. Lark, you buffoon, there has got to be a better way. Magic always comes at a price, the voice intoned. Will you just chill for a second? He snapped. He couldn't help it. It was too long a day of following his best friend, who he had sworn loyalty to, around the entire kingdom, only to watch him get turned into a snake. Lark, can you hear me? I forbid you from becoming an animal. This isn't worth it. The sound that came out of his friend's mouth was more like a strangled hiss than anything else. What are you saying, Sash? My mother's life isn't worth it? Lark's eyes, which were still not supposed to be that color, grew slitted like a reptile's and leached into a pale yellow. Chartreuse, his mind helpfully supplied. Sash knew what was going to happen. After all, hadn't all the stories of magic warned towards it? Be always cautious, for magic can take what you can't get back. A magic spell as big as practically bringing someone back to life would have devastating consequences. He saw the monster on the hill, how it was twisted beyond recognition, 
Had it been human once too? Sash could not, would not stand by and watch his prince destroy himself. Even if it was for the sake of someone he loved, he had to stop it, at whatever cost. Sash drew himself up. Let me do it. I'll take on the burden instead. The clouds paused. Thankfully, Lark's metamorphosis seemed to stop as well. By the way, his friend was wincing and holding a talon to his mouth. Suddenly, growing a mouthful of sharp teeth was not a fun experience. The prince was the one to use the magic. He must uphold the deal. The voice rumbled, sounding displeased. Does it matter? Sash knew he was probably bending the rules a little, but he didn't care. The voice had listened. That meant something, right? He continued. It's the same thing in the end. You heal the queen for us, and you get to turn someone into a snake. No, Lark croaked. When Sash looked over. His friend was trembling and shaking his head. No, that's not how it works. No one else is supposed to get hurt. His pupils contracted into slits. Claws opened and closed subconsciously. I don't know how to tell you this, Your Highness, but you count as a person too. Don't Your Highness me. Why not? Maybe it is time you are reminded of your duties to your kingdom and your subjects. What would they do if their queen was ill and their prince was turned into a beast? She will be fine, Lark yelled. And what about the people who care about you? Sash went on, despite the waver in his voice that was decidedly unprofessional. What about me? What will we do without you? Have you thought about that? She will be fine, Lark repeated, in a broken whisper. He was blurred together in a soft smudge of green in Sasha's vision. A memory came, unbidden, to his mind. <laughs>